Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we work to help you understand what's going on in the global automotive industry. In today's show, uh-oh, will the American auto industry hit a recession in 2017? Recalls set records. And later on in the show, we'll get to your questions and comments. Now the news. Alex Partners, the consultancy that specializes in turning around distressed automotive companies, is forecasting that a recession could hit the American market in 2017. This year, sales are on track to top 16 million units, and Alex Partners forecasts that they'll keep climbing for the next two years, peaking out at nearly 17 million units in 2016. But then, it says, the floor will drop out, with sales plunging to only 15.8 million vehicles in 2017, and keep on dropping to only 15.4 in 2019. Why the pessimism? Alex Partner says it expects interest rates to rise, job creation to remain weak, younger people to continue to lose interest in cars, and for the rest of us to hold on to our existing cars longer. You know, it seems like there's a new recall every day. Honda and Subaru just jumped in with another set of their own. So it's no surprise to learn that automakers have already broken the record for recalls in the United States. Bloomberg counted it all up and said that Car makers have now recalled 37.5 million vehicles this year, and that shatters the record that was set in 2004 of 31 million, and there's still six more months to go. But surprisingly, the company most affected by those recalls, General Motors, has not seen any impact on its sales. The company has recalled 29 million vehicles, which means it will potentially have all of those customers coming back to its dealers to repair their vehicles. And that gives GM the chance to show off the new cars in its showrooms. Plus, the company is offering $500 in incentives to recalled customers towards the purchase of a new car. And it all seems to be working. Just last month, GM had its best June since 2007. A number of major automakers have boasted about having autonomous cars on the road by the end of the decade but we haven't heard a whole lot about commercial vehicles, until now that is. Daimler is showing off a concept version of its Mercedes-Benz Octros truck, equipped with radar sensors and a stereo camera, to monitor other vehicles and objects and keep the truck in its lane. And it's equipped with V2V and V2I technology. Daimler says it'll be commercially ready by 2025. You know what the number one complaint in the U.S. for trucking companies is? They cannot find enough drivers. There's a shortage of truck drivers. And the number one reason for that is so many applicants fail a drug test. Hey, don't forget to join me and Gary Vassalash tomorrow night for AutoLine After Hours. Our guest is Michael Bryan, the head of product planning for Hyundai Motor America. Here is your chance to hear how the product planning people see what's going on in the marketplace. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. 
Andy heard our report how electric superchargers will be showing up in production cars in Europe in 2016, and he wants to know, aren't F1 teams using electric turbos on the 2014 engines to keep the boost up? Well, that's close, but not exactly. As part of their KERS system, F1 cars now use an electric motor to maintain turbo RPMs during deceleration to eliminate turbo lag. The electric superchargers that will be used in production cars will directly boost the engine. Bradley heard our report how LED headlamps can cut CO2 emissions in cars by one gram per kilometer, but maybe we didn't do a good job of explaining it. He says, I have a hard time understanding the direct connection between LEDs and CO2. Well, let me try and do a better job of explaining it. LEDs use far less electricity than conventional headlamps. That means the alternator does not have to work as hard to crank out more juice. And that means the alternator does not put as much of a load on the engine, which makes the engine run more efficiently, which saves fuel, and that reduces CO2 emissions. But who'd have thought that headlamps could help automakers cut their CO2 emissions? Jason Gregg heard me berate the California Air Resources Board regulations for zero emission vehicle credits as being almost impossibly complicated and costly. He says, John, if you don't like the CARB scheme, let's hear your alternative. Well, fair enough, Jason. Here goes. Why not set a target for each automaker to cut its own CO2 emissions? Give them a percentage reduction that they have to achieve over a five-year average. For example, tell GM or Toyota they have to cut their emissions by 20% and then let them achieve that any way they want. Maybe they reduce tailpipe emissions. Maybe they reduce factory emissions. Maybe they encourage their employees to do more carpooling. The point is, don't tell them how they have to do it with piles and piles of regulations and all kinds of government agencies. Let them use their own creativity and ingenuity. Of course, it would have to be measurable and verifiable with painful penalties for missing the targets. But I think this would produce far faster results at much lower cost. And finally, we got a letter from someone whose name I can't even read because it looks like it's written in Cyrillic. But here goes anyway. Now that diesels are becoming more popular in the U.S., how about a reboot of the Detroit two-stroke? Well, yeah, that Detroit diesel two-stroke engine certainly enjoyed mythical appreciation in the heavy truck market. And while two-stroke diesel engines are lightweight, simple, and effective, it's almost impossible to get them to meet today's emission standards. If you can solve that problem, you will make a fortune. But so far, no one's figured out how to do it. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. We really appreciate getting them, even if I can't read your name. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.